Welcome to Whitestone Podcast from the Whitestone Forum. This podcast is for business and nonprofit leaders like you and me, specifically designed around building, polishing, and leveraging our competencies. Each episode will provide a lens through which ever-growing citizens of God's kingdom can think about very effectively impacting every one of their organizations. For Whitestone Podcast, I'm Kevin Miller. Computer coding. Well, it's been decades since I did some of what real computer programmers would call computer programming. So far be it for me to act like an expert on coding. Of course, like hundreds of millions of others around the world, I am a routine Microsoft Excel user. Yes, writing formulas that go to work for me in a bunch of situations. Did you know that when Microsoft added a feature called Lambda a couple of years ago, Excel actually kind of became an official computer language. When that happened, Microsoft blogged this message, and I'm quoting, you can now, in principle, write any computation in the Excel formula language, unquote. <laughs> Regardless of Excel's official status, here's one clear fact. The Microsoft Excel digital tool that's often called a spreadsheet, is truly a modern marvel of affordable design, functionality, and usability. Let's face it, many of today's routinely proficient Microsoft Excel users were close to algebra illiterate and formula illiterate in their formal schooling. But Microsoft's development of Excel has millions of ordinary people typing away daily crafting simple and complex formulas using an easily navigated tool. Crazy good. <laughs> hey, that baseline of using Excel has permeated the business world. But now let's go to another interesting software story. Being the co-founder of several tech businesses with world-class computer programmers, I am in constant awe of the capabilities of those programmers and the tools they use, like what are called stored procedures in the standardized computer language SQL. That stands for Structured Query Language, commonly pronounced SQL. Here's a tiny but instructive glimpse into stored procedures. So, what's it about? Stored procedures are coding instructions that aren't just simple formulas. You know, formulas that do tasks with one answer, like addition. 3 plus 4 equals 7. No, stored procedures are sort of nested and ready to go in the overall schematic in order to do complex functions that can have many possible answers if desired. And each answer can be arrived at on a customized basis to serve the greater coding objective. See, each stored procedure is a saved and stored set of SQL statements with an assigned name so that the code can be used and reused countless times. So, as desired each time, the coder simply has the overall programming code call on the stored procedure in order for it to do its magic. Likewise, millions of users call on the full software coding in SQL, which includes that nested stored procedure, all designed to give the user uniquely customized results. Actually, it's even deeper than that. The programmer can tie together all sorts of stored procedures that work in a kind of 
integrated concert to facilitate any particular user's need. That results in multifaceted, customized results. So, get this picture. The coder must integrate all key processes and craft the orderly unfolding and dependency of all those stored procedures. What's really going on here is that very sophisticated coders can use huge numbers of stored procedures embedded in the overall programming product and do that for a whole lot of great reasons like performance, efficiency, scalability, and security. The end game is what we often can take for granted when navigating some of the most easy-to-use interfaces on the planet. In fact, they're so easy to use that we mistake the application's tasks as being simple to do. When in fact, all along what seems so simple is supported by an elegantly designed, solution-driving complexity only dreamed of a few short years ago. Now stay with me here because soon we're going to tie all this together and apply it to our daily lives. You see, there are two types of stored procedures in SQL, system stored procedures and user-designed stored procedures. Sometimes system stored procedures are purely administrative in use, but many times they're designed to be accessed countless times by each coder to streamline coding processes and help drive great coding results. That's because the coder's own user-designed stored procedures work in concert with each chosen use of system stored procedures. Hey, all that reveals the ingenuity of fabulous design. Every system stored procedure is an inventory, ready for user-designed procedures to call on. But of course, that's only mimicking the one organization that has perfectly established system stored procedures and given deep guidance to the best user procedures to access those system stored procedures. Right! I'm talking about the processes and practices of the kingdom of God. So, let's look at some interesting pairings of several of the kingdom's Key stored procedures with user procedures. First, kingdom system stored procedure number one, salvation and eternal life. So, recall John 3.16? Jesus endured the procedure of sacrificing his life on the cross to pay for the sins of the whole world. Yes, God stored salvation and eternal life for whosoever believes. Along with that is the companion user procedure, and that's belief. God's stored procedure of salvation may be called upon by every person, every whosoever, who believes through faith. This is the very first step of a life in Christ. Next, we're looking at kingdom system stored procedure number two. And I'm quoting a scripture. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, unquote. Of course, that's a well-known verse, Romans 8, 28. Think of it. All things work together for good. God has planned and is executing that, even as you ponder it. 
But the crucial tie-in is that this God's system stored procedure is conditional on two things that you must make into your own procedures as a believer. So let's do some linking here. And that's the companion user procedures. Hey, is your believer mode every day to love God, love your neighbors, make disciples, and be an ambassador for Christ? Then I personally believe you have surely activated God's system-stored procedure of Romans 8.28 that we just talked about. This stored procedure applies to, quote, those who are called according to his purpose, unquote. And some seem to believe that the word purpose in Romans 8.28 means you have to be called to a very specific role, like being a pastor or maybe having 11 kids. But what greater kingdom purpose is there than to love God, make disciples, and be a true loving ambassador for Christ to your neighbors? Yes, with that purposeful loving, you are in the very heart of acting on God's purpose for believers. So be prepared for all things to work together for good. (laughs) Next, Kingdom system stored procedure number three. And I'm quoting James 5.16, the prayer of a righteous person has great power, unquote. God will explicitly confer great power to a prayer by a Christian who is righteous through belief in Jesus. This promise from God can be freshly called on Anytime, accessing power from God by prayer. And the companion user procedure? Well, this is pretty obvious. The ideal procedure for the believer is to, quote, pray without ceasing. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.17 in the ESV. Since God already has stored great power for the prayer of a righteous person, then our procedure is to actually do it and inherently call on God's power. Hey, this type of connection, this type of link between what God has in store for us and our companion action is amazing. Just look at God's promises like this. John's Gospel records Jesus' teaching, chapter 15, verse 7, quote, if you abide in me, And my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. And how about verse 10 just after that? If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. This extends all the way to spiritual truths themselves. Paul wrote this to the Corinthians Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. Unquote. 1 Corinthians 2.12. All this can seem a bit presumptuous, but isn't this absolutely true? Yes, God has stored up all sorts of astonishing things for us for a robust life in Christ, as long as we are willing to do our part to access his vast storehouse. Yeah, by doing the procedures part and parcel of becoming a sincere Christian in its fullness, like believing, receiving, praying, loving God, 
and loving others. Hey, in this digital age, SQL's stored procedures approach is amazing, but it's just a pale version of what God's been manifesting for a very long time. The kingdom approach was and remains the very pinnacle of perfect system stored procedures integrated with free will obedient actions of sincere believers. You know what's so out there, so mind-boggling? God's active interconnectedness with each believer and all believers at the same time over millennia yields incredible fruits. This very intricate, multifaceted concert that has been instituted by God is simply awaiting our obedience to His will in all things great and small. Here's Paul writing to the Corinthians again in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, quote, For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory, unquote. Wow, this, this is the ultimate unfolding pageant of God's people serving their God with his staggering stored responses. Hey, there simply will be no sequel to that. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Whitestone Podcast. Visit our website, whitestone.org, for more real-world equipping. There you'll find uncommon video teachings, application and action questions for this podcast episode, and more. Also, check out our unique downloadable resources for group meetups. That's whitestone.org. I'm Kevin Miller.